The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. I'm Trevor Flynn. I'm Jack Newman, and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. This week, we're heading back to Netflix, getting off the Bond route. We got to get off the Bond. There's actually enough content coming out on Netflix and things that we can almost sustain this podcast again. So, you know, it's 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 good to get back. We're doing original movies. It gets us to break up the Bonds. We're going to get through Bonds, but uh, yeah. Hello and welcome back. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about uh, Enola Holmes, this 2020 uh, film. Uh, it's talking about uh, uh, Sherlock Holmes' younger sister played by Millie Bobby Brown and starring Henry Cavill, San Claflin, Louise Partridge. Uh, yeah, it's Partridge, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's Partridge. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, summary. While searching for her missing mother, intrepid teen Enola Holmes uses her sleuthing skills to outsmart big brother Sherlock and help a runaway lord. Uh, directed by Harry Bradbeer, uh, which is a cool name. Uh, Bradbeer is... Cool name. Yeah, it's like a bro name, but it's like a cool name. Uh, story by Nancy Springer. Producer is Mary Parent. I, I also think Millie Bobby Brown helped produce some of this, if I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I'm surprised. She's got to have money by now. I was reading yeah. she supposedly yeah. like yeah. talked up doing the fourth wall breaks i guess some of that was her idea yeah that's that's yeah although that's this some, is the director of like fleabag who i mean that's like the fleabag thing right it's like house of yeah Cards. I'm it's, gonna it's talk brad to beer yeah, yeah. He, he's he's got a lot of harry Bradbeer has a lot of weird things under his belt like he's got killing eve uh stanton blues fleabag like he's got a lot of british co- like television and stuff so uh i have a lot of issues with killing eve uh not issues i don't Megan's i don't want to say really like the first season and i wa- remember watching exactly the first opening. exactly like it that is so great and then they were like oh yeah second season's bad forget forget we ever showed you this <laughs> oh, oh no it's 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 like a it's it's it is a terrible 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 transition is like the problem it's mm. it's just like absolutely it absolutely transitions into terribleness and it's just a, it's horrible things i don't even particularly love the first season of it to be yeah. entirely honest i just with love you. the one scene yeah. where she like dumps a girl's ice cream in her lap i just that was like that i don't know why but that was the thing i remember why is that the thing that you're like yeah i don't know it's just awesome. a great way to establish a villain <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking today. Yeah, I don't know how... I've been having a hard time with this uh, film a little bit or figuring out kind of what to say about it. Uh, I do think it's kind of at an awkward intersection of like this kind of take. I, I do enjoy the take. I think that, I think a lot of the things I like about this film are kind of conceptually what they're trying to put together, uh, I, you know, which is like kind of a tough, like a, you know, it's, it's almost like a... Uh, you know, a uh, Robert Downey Jr.'s toughening up a kind of like, you know, kind of there's kind of this this drive uh, with, you know, could I, I how, how do I put it? The Guy Ritchie effect of like taking like old style London and like making it or like and turning it into kind of like, you know, new style of like people were tougher back then and they just did stuff like there's mm-hmm. like whole this whole like kind of London ass esque like grunge 1800s to it, grunge maybe. 1800 vibe. Yeah. Like stuff like, you know, you know, it's they, he tried to we're I think, talking yes, about that, martial arts a lot in this movie which i mean sherlock holmes uh, that's been long established that he's a fighter right but like yeah, he's, guy richie definitely he was, intensified he, that effect right 
he did and it's also like he was a boxer and that was a that was definitely a thing like you know sherlock holmes was definitely like a boxer and was known for boxing and doing all these other things he's known for doing meth too uh meth sorry, or math? No. well both both uh, <laughs> <laughs> math is really great to I think do they call it opium math. back then but yeah, oh yeah, Same thing. Same basic yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, I, I, this is a take. I, I think that, uh, yeah, Millie Bobby Brown plays Sherlock Holmes' younger sister, uh, who is trained by a hell of a bottom carner in the, in the, uh, art everything, being, really, in the art, of, in the art of being eclectic, you know, mm-hmm. which is very hell of a bottom carter. And uh, the, I think you said the art of the game, right? The game that is afoot, generally, right? Right, which is yeah. also, which is the element of this. And then we have Henry. Cavill as like a a more sympathetic Sherlock Holmes who's sympathetic beefy yeah. Sherlock Holmes god damn uh, uh, I was about to say you, you see Henry Cavill and he's like all you're just like god that's a that's a fucking massive Sherlock Holmes if you actually had Watson show up on screen like the only person that could play rocks like Watson is like the, the rock or like <laughs> like if Watson is still bigger than Sherlock then he has to be like the rock or like Shaq he would he point. would be like twice as fit as Watson usually is. <laughs> and then the two of them could go through brick shit walls together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know that I particularly, this is this, this movie is sitting about a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, and I think that this is one where IMDb bears it out that I think that the reviews tend to be more middling. I think they're all generally positive, but middling as IMDb is looking at about a 6.7 and common sense is rating it about a four, four out of five. I, I think that I'm probably a little bit more negative on it. I think that, I think that it's, it's, Oh, me too. I, think, I was, uh, mostly bored, occasionally charmed. I'd, I'd say, um, I, I think, yeah, I think it's, I think one of the things too, is this, I think that the crib notes of this is really good. I think that there was an interesting direction here. I like that Helen bottom Carter is like a, is like a radical suffragette. I like the vibe of like, you know, this society is just totally set against her and her doing the, like the proper thing is, but it's also like, you know, third act issues is like, you know, when she's like stuck in the home and it's like, really really dark that she's stuck in this finishing school by Mycroft and she just like escapes out of it and I'm just sort of like I it was never she's she's too built up by this point you know what I mean like she's too built up as like a like a capable woman to like be stuck in that school so I, I, I don't know um, yeah whenever Aunt Petunia uh from Harry Potter opens that box you're like how is she gonna get out of this one and then you just see her like climbing down, I think the wall, uh, the next cut. And there's a perfectly inked caricature of, uh, the headmistress or whatever waiting in the basket. It's like, when did she, okay. Yeah. It's it's quirky. It's It's cute. Okay. I guess it's just like, where was the, was I supposed to be feeling tension there? I, 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 cause uh, now I feel like a fool. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's also more like, I, I guess like, do you get like Nancy Drew vibes like a little bit? But I mean, like, I don't really know anything about Nancy Drew, except she's yeah. like just known as the kind of female Hardy Boys is unfortunately the only what? familiar. Dude. I have. All right. In, in, fair, in fairness to the air, which is, is probably like, completely yeah, incorrect. Just, it is. You know, the, Har- the Hardy Boys are two twin brothers aping Nancy Drew's shtick. So mm-hmm. like, let's just be mm-hmm. honest. So she was first anyway. I don't know if she was first or not, but I know she's like the more popular of the two. Like, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And also my, my mom actually did Trixie Belden, 
um, which I kind of I like Trixie Belden, uh, though she's she's definitely more Southern girl. Uh, so there's I think there's I, I don't know if the Trixie Belden. Trixie, it's like it's it's literally like southern. It's like a southern because tr- Nancy Drew is very typically is like north northwestern. I mean, with a name like, like Trixie, it would have to be at least midwestern. Well, no, no, no. Uh, no uh, Nancy Drew is like northeastern, so everything she does is like in Maine or like at a boarding house up there and mm-hmm. stuff. So you know, it wasn't like for like southern girls, it wasn't very applicable. Also, she, like Nancy Drew is secretly incredibly wealthy, even in the context of her own novels. <laughs> like it's what like her family is. So Trixie. Trixie Belden is like probably like a little bit cheaper uh, adventures in the South. Anyways, uh, I, 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 it was it was it was a series that like my sisters read and loved. Anyways, case in point, I like in this movie a lot more to the Trixie Belden series than the Nancy Drew a little bit, and just its its terminology and suffragettism and its its take on feminism. I think it's I think it's. I think it's take on feminism is kind of established in like the first 10 minutes whenever Henry Cavill as Sherlock Holmes picks up, uh, God, what is it? Um, the suppression of women or something by somebody and says, "Ugh, feminism with contempt and throws the book on the table. That's yeah, kind of where yeah. we're at for the rest of the movie. And, yeah. you know, I don't, I, I don't mind the idea of Sherlock Holmes being a sexist. It's just, it's all very on the nose and in your face. And it's never a great, uh, indicator for me that a movie about society has its characters say the word society all the time. Like it's, it's never, it's kind of, it's not a great sign for me generally. Yeah. Um, It lacks subtlety and it's really shallow and it comes off kind of pandering to me, but I, 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 yeah, I think pandering is a little bit much at times. I think that, I think this, I think, I think it probably, I don't know that pandering is the right word. I think that like, if you had handled it with more subtlety, it could have been a very good thing. I think that like at times I'm just sort of like that. And it's not like, it's not like I'm like, Oh man, this is like, no, you could have made Sherlock Holmes kind of like this evil sexist person. And if you had just done it with more subtlety and like, you know, he, again, instead Mycroft is the evil sexist person. And Sherlock was just like, oh God, I don't know. I have to care about something like that's kind which is of a- which I, I feel like you could have just done that with him and it would have been fine. It's just like apathy is like could have been a better like take on the whole thing. Right, and like, it's more also, it is the more compelling thing is is that they take they attack his apathy. And that is the more relevant kind of like actual, you know, subtle human relatable right. thing than right. a movie where we're in Victorian England talking about how sexist and backward Victorian England is in 2020. It's always kind of the like and so what kind of thing uh, yeah, i don't know yeah sorry i cut you I, I, yeah it's i just think that i think the other subtle element here that is more of a problem for me has to do with like uh probably like the tone shifts and like the distinction between the two of them so like i think a lot of them was like like i do i don't think there's like a tone shift so much but there is like it just definitely shifts back into like <sighs> 
radical feminism issues like in like a really negative sense of this thing and i think that's the thing it's like it wants to be an action adventure movie but it also like wants to just shift back to its point and i think sometimes it's like it it the shift is a little bit at odds to the whole and i think also like in the third act like violence just sort of comes out in an extreme place out of nowhere and it's just very not in keeping with the tone of the rest of the movie because like up to a point this movie was like yeah it's like a it's like it was a nancy drew adventure yeah i'm really, was really confused good. by its kind of take on violence generally because you know i I respect that uh, you know we're establishing enola to be a fully capable uh physically like trained combative uh you know homes Uh, that's fine but like we we she we have a water torture scene where she winks at the camera from underwater that she's like not dead (laughs) like yeah, it, it's, um, I, I like it, a lot of uh, about the all the winking at the camera works about half the time and is kind of what gives the movie oh, the I, humor I, that I, it has. But uh, the other half of the time, I've it's it is it's too much. It's on it's insufferable. And that is that was the most grotesque instance where I was like, did she just, did she just wink like a like a drowned person under under a barrel of water? Yeah, yeah. It, 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 it's just like, uh, yeah, very weird tone to take is, is like probably my my point. Well, I mean, the larger thing, too, with the plot is like um, so, yeah, we have two like separate running plots. Right. We have her um, looking for her lost mother, I guess three looking for her, her lost mother, uh, who she finds out is a suffragette terror slash terrorist potentially and right uh, which 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 is fine i uh, it's actually i actually thought that was like kind of cool to be honest with you like oh i i love the idea i hate that it doesn't oh well that's like talk about this movie to begin with i love the idea of it i just don't particularly enjoy the execution at all well we have that going on and we have her saving the tewksbury guy who that's all kind of nice and well that's the the problem that's the problem is tewksbury is unrelated to the core plot and it's to her escape and something yeah she accidentally resolves there's three plots uh, yeah and she accidentally resolves the the serious societal thrust of and the darker tone thing of her mom manufacturing bombs to quote make some noise to accomplish uh, a reform bill by accidentally saving one of the lords to vote on the report reform bill because his family is trying to kill him because they're like Downton Abbey people basically is all the really justification we get for that (laughs) yeah and then also like they try to do it like almost a Django Unchained thing at the end where it's like the woman is like really against like reform in the family which I was just like what's the Django Unchained uh image so you know well uh, so for me it's like you know like the like the true villain at the end of Django Unchained is uh Samuel uh, Jackson Samuel Jackson's character which is to say that there's like the and it brings in and the reason that, that he does that is it brings into whole focus like Django's communication with people versus other slaves at the end of the film and it's this it has like a deep it's in that context obviously it's like really really good and has like a a deep take versus this one it's just like the evil woman is actually another woman and she just is hates other women and hates herself and it's like this whole thing i'm like none of this is earned mate yeah like none they of that's have earned. the one scene with her earlier where she's like mrs down abbey we have to preserve the history of the aristocracy for the good and the history of england kind of like speech which is okay whatever and then it's somehow i guess connected to the idea that women's suffrage would 
lead to the end of everything, which right, I can right. see being a real feeling in the UK at that time that, you know, kind of makes sense historically but as far as the I, movie sets it up we get I her mean, with a shotgun I, I, <laughs> I, that's, I, I hate i hate to like do this but like I, and i hate to like check it up it's just like it's totally what like mike pence feels yeah like, it's right? not that it's not relevant like, at yeah, all. It's, yeah it's relevant yeah, yeah. <laughs> like i'm sure i'm sure a woman if we had a woman on this podcast which is which is a fair criticism of us right now is like sure you know i'm sure i'm sure sarah would be on here as like dudes like this happened like yesterday shut the fuck up yeah yeah and that's <laughs> the thing too is like even though it is set in victorian england i feel like it is directly appealing to young women overcoming very obviously sexist obstacles and that's never gone away so i see the need to like how by setting it another time where all those things are kind of i don't want to say more obvious because they're not but you know more firmly established like corsets and things that uh you know are like and reform schools are like where they're all ladling their spoons up to their mouths in unison at the same time, which is just like one of the more, again, kind of like tonally removed hyper real moments in a movie that isn't necessarily going for that all the time, which is just like convenient and works and makes that, you know, that message easier to get to faster. But yeah, when the old lady with the shotgun at the end looks into the camera, it's kind of like, what were we I don't know. They they try to you know make these these this kind of like nice subtle moment with her where uh, Nola goes up to her and is like, okay, I'm taking the gun away now, and it's like this tender moment where like she we're supposed to pity her, and that makes sense, but like it's not. I don't know. It's just all going on off screen. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's. I don't know. It's it, it, yeah. I I think this is a great. Like I said, I think it's a great movie idea. Low execution. And I get the vibe that this was originally in production as like a television series, which I genuinely think would have been better. Uh, I know that you like Millie Bobby Brown in this role. I am not super jazzed about her take on it. I just I just think that like. I think that it's like a it's it, she's fine. I just think that there's like a lot. I don't know. I, I don't I, I'm not always into her as a star as you know what I mean? I just think that like it's definitely I, too cute sometimes. Uh, it's for and, sure. and, and that's it's the fourth and, wall and breaks. More yeah, than anything. It's, it's the fourth wall breaks. It's like hers. It's like it's like she's doing it in two different movies. And man, that third act hits like a hammer. And it's like this is like, oh, this is a if you were going for this movie, y'all needed to set this shit up. You know, that's right, that kind of makes the, the idea that she's ever in danger kind of laughable. Right. Because the first part of the movie, we're establishing her on a competitive level with like, you know, essentially. And I think the thing that most comes to mind is like is not not uh, not uh, is like Sherlock Holmes is like Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes. Yeah. It's like the style that's being directly aped for this production. Yeah. And so in the same way, it's just like you don't just like fear is just not like a thing that really enters into it as quickly. You know, what I mean, it's not it doesn't it doesn't come. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, and the biggest problem with like the violence for me is the idea that she realizes, oh yeah, my mom is dangerous when she finds the uh, the bomb house, the bomb factory, right? But then I, I get that we don't have time for it and she's just happy to see her mom, but it's kind of like this kind of just goes away. Like there's no consequences for the idea that her mom is a terrorist, which... I again like I'm I feel not like against I, I, the idea of a sympathetic no, but you, terrorist, but like 
you uh, need to like yeah. you need to like d- <laughs> deliver sorry you need to like deliver that right like yeah. there needs to be more like setup delivery and and just everything for that which like you, you and i feel like part of the problem is they're saving it for later and this should have been just one story and it's, yeah. like, it's meant to launch well, a franchise anyway I, I think i think i would be more interested in watching like just a just her solve a bunch of small mysteries because i think that's where this thing was popping along like i feel like if you just went around of your way to establish it instead of trying to have this full-on story structure with Mycroft. It could have been an ongoing season thing where she was just trying to escape people, but if it was just a thing, it would have been more believable in, in the setup. I just think that like this was a really good TV series that people on a production budget wise just decided to go ahead and make into a movie and get Henry Cavill involved. How and much then- money got thrown at this thing? Because it seems like unbelievable that this is like a little netflix movie which is what it feels like it is oh dude and netflix i mean that means nothing anymore unfortunately like netflix movies have the same production value they're shot in exactly the same way it's like and i'm actually having a hard time finding it off the top of the head it's 123 run minutes i do think it's i do think it's primary issue is that it's too fucking long yeah uh box office mojo don't fail me now uh, but it's not going to have box office numbers, so we're going to see. Um, yeah, they're not going to tell us that. They're notoriously close to the chest uh, about that kind of thing. Yeah, box office mojo doesn't even list Enola Holmes. Uh, no, not costume. I don't care. Uh, I did think costuming was good, just for... Yeah. Yeah, oh there's, I, I think there's like nice, like lots of nice visual touches. I really enjoy the language of flowers and the the Scrabble pieces as as um, kind of a yeah yeah a, a, that, that's very charming. I I, I liked all that. I, 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 <sighs> Sorry, I apologize. I do think that like it's well it's a well put together movie in terms of like just production wise. I do just it just looks like it has money and I, and I haven't been able to confirm how much money it had. So like that might actually be a great thing. Like it just could have just gone a, done a lot with the budget that it did or did not have. Um yeah, I just even from the setup, it just has like a has, you know, like those it looks like those teen picture book adventures. And I just it, and I think there's a thing I just think it's a, I just think this movie is too much. It's too much of like too many different things slammed together. Like it's like they wanted they couldn't decide if they wanted to push it into a whole grown up direction and go full like uh, Guy Ritchie with it or if they wanted to keep it in like kind of the Nancy Drew good for kids vibe. And they ended up doing something between the halfway point And man, does that shift at the third act be like whoa bro yeah when the guy almost dies and we got a fake death and then and then oh dude the 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 torture the drowning bit is just like way too much man that was like that caught you off so that was grotesque to you too then right like it was it was grotesque i was like i what movie am i watching all of a sudden like i stopped and katie came in and she's like is she are they drowning millie bot millie bobby brown and i was just like yeah we're, we're not going to acknowledge this like, like the, the execution of the person who is water torturing her is not uh and by any means like comical or not dangerous it's not it is shot and and presented as very real and (laughs) life-threatening and then it's a kind of wink i got this i'm gonna pretend to be dead but you never would have thought of that (laughs) it's just yeah 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 the onset shots it's it's it looks rough too man on set yeah, no, like the shots, you know what I mean? I don't know. I do I do enjoy like I this. I just like, wrote the cinematography as odd. I don't know what I meant by that, but that's 
as much far as I remember. Uh, yeah, I, I, it's uh, so cinematographer on this movie. And uh, first off, I think this was this is like a bottled production. So I don't necessarily know that the cinematographer had, had was it during quarantine. No, 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 no. It's older. Right? Okay. <laughs> right, the production. It's it's one of those things where the production company is like packaged, so they're looking for a look. So I'm not sure. Like you mm-hmm. know, Deacons always puts his own stamp on a movie. I like see. a lot of times, you get these production companies and these cinematographers that have come in. They know how to run the production, but it's very much determined by the nature of how the production was set up by the producers in the first place. Thus, there's more of like a corporate vibe to it. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't particularly think that any person was putting their individualized stamp on it so i think the thing that i would say is the cinematography just doesn't have a feel to it which is like a very very fucking up my own ass cinematographer thing to say it's fine uh it's fine it it does it doesn't feel like it feels like bog standard guy ritchie lookalike you know what i mean oh for like half the time you mean and exactly like I think that's exactly it because it does not stay consistently the vibe and the way it's shot it does not have consistency and that's the whole point yeah so um yeah we're, we're fairly negative on this actually Shoot. shit yeah, I, didn't intend to, I, uh, I didn't I didn't intend to be this negative on it I feel bad I, I don't know why I feel bad I feel bad because I think that like I like the idea of it and I actually don't hate Billy Bobby Brown I just don't like her in this role and I don't like this I, I would have rather this gone full feminist with it and just been like radical feminism the movie do you know what i mean like that would have been way cooler than like just take me on a feminist terrorism like, i've heard route. that take from right. a few like others it's like she could have spent like i wish she'd spent more time with these suffragettes is kind of a lot yeah a lot of the takeaway i think yeah. too yeah yeah and they're there and it's and it's like it's 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 cool like watching like suffragettes practice doing karate is like mm-hmm. sorry, sorry jujitsu is like really it's really 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 fucking cool and i love it and i wanted i wanted more of that i did not want more of like this kind of like lord of commons thing which is just seems really unconnected and i was wait I, I was also waiting for how this was all tied together and it really wasn't it was just tied together and that they just he's a lord happen- yeah they just which you kind of knew thing. from the beginning he was a lord she's like wait he's a lord well, don't, and that's kind of well, how it yeah and don't pass that off as a new th- you know don't you don't pass that off as like a thing it's not you know really I mean? uh it's not really a uh you know uh house going like wait what did you say moment like it's it's there's not really any epiphany there but uh yeah that's i don't know you could argue that's modern sherlock i guess but i know yeah there's always a like Thing, and that's the thing too with like the original Sherlock mysteries is they're not fair right and then he just kind of the epiphany is really Watson's oh uh, I think I, I think the, the good ones are pretty fair do you know what I mean yeah. I, I'm not gonna I'm not going to say that all of it's like really really fair but like well know. as compared to Christie per se right for the most part yeah I, I don't know I'm also not great at mysteries so that's uh yeah it, well, I, you know, I th- like the classic one that I think is really good is like the one again, the, I, I will actually think they, the ones they base off in the original, like the first, the first season of Sherlock is really good for pick for cherry picking, like some of the classics, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and, it, and that's like the one that's like really works is the one, you know, the, the Scarlet, sorry, I feel what it is. It's like study a study in Scarlet and study uh, in Scarlet. Yeah. That one is, re- that one's very fair. Yeah, I, like that I always go back and like go to read that one. And then I realize, wait a minute, 
This is the one where most of the story is a flashback to the Mormons in Utah and the Wild West. I want to read this again. (laughs) And I think of that episode. I'm like, oh, yeah, they just did the part with the cab driver and made it a whole different thing. Right. No. And it's 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 like the The most interesting part is like he's a cab driver. (laughs) That's the thing. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, I don't have much actually more to I feel bad because I don't actually have much more to say with this. This is an it's an interesting film. It's an interesting way that Sherlock's is doing production. I think Millie Bobby Brown was on production for this, too, which is I think is cool because she's done a lot of cool stuff. And I think it's all coming through. But I just think that, like, I just think ultimately there's two. this is this is the the fear that I have going forward with kind of Netflix productions. This is the fear that I think it did because Netflix doesn't technically own like a lot lot of the production stuff mm-hmm. that they do so like disney has like a quote-unquote when you get disney in the house you're going to get that quote-unquote disney vibe which is good the problem is is that production wise from netflix they hire out a lot and they bring in people to do you know whatever and so the problem is is that i just feel like sometimes you get if you're trying to this this felt like a tv level production that they then leveled up and i feel like in the process of that it just feels like a whole lot of ton of stuff just like pop together and i just think that the script needed a couple more passes and you know i think that it's a very unsubtle i don't know that it has to be subtle like feminism you can enjoy it anywhere you like but i just think that like from a perspective it's just sort of a little blunt nosed i also don't necessarily know that i would want little girls to watch this which is i think the missed opportunity here is that like you know you know you can hate nancy drew all you want but it is a really cool or at least some of the more modernized newer versions that they put together. Like it's like they couldn't decide if they wanted to make an actual Nancy do or drew or like a river or like one of those like jazzed up Riverdale versions, which they mm-hmm. clearly at the end went with the jazzed up in the third act. And I'm like, yeah, so now I can't show this to like people. An you know eight year old. Know? Well, yeah, it's definitely yeah, it's, doing it's the YA. Exactly. Well, it's, it's YA, which is, I, I guess, I mean, I know that's not a genre. It's a marketing term from Lindsay else but it's yeah i think i think it's targeting young adult readers who are or viewers who are ready for more mature content that's it's generally the the vibe that i got from it in in terms of how much they get into the violence so yeah i I don't know um yeah i I don't know i think that's the uh, the audience that it's targeting is like probably Girls that are middle school, high school, maybe I I don't know. It's definitely not me, which I know and knew kind of going into it, but was still interested in. Uh, but um, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. It's gonna be. It's sorry. <laughs> yeah, I hate I hate to say that I'm asleep on it, but I am a little bit. Yeah. All right, let's put some scores on it. Uh, where where are you sitting? Because this this is super curious to me. Uh, Painful, right? Because yeah. I don't want to go that low. I probably would recommend it. Uh, give I me, would give it a, recommend it. I'm definitely below dude, five. Damn. Damn. Okay. Uh, I'm probably I'm gonna I'm gonna probably sit on a five. I'm very waffly about the production. Uh, it's it's definitely like I probably have a base recommendation for it, but like a very base one. So I'm not super into it. I guess I'll give it a four then. I, there's just too much in it, but there are parts of it that work. The relationship between her and Tewksbury is like probably one of the more charming things. I do, oh yeah, I do enjoy Brown's performance in the fourth wall you, breaks which to we, an extent. Which, yeah. yeah, we disagree about, but like yeah, uh, you know there there are certain moments when she's like a lady that just yeah I you know I remember that moment and I buy that performance and I I kind of get 
that that is like the most the tone of this film ever works uh, for me is when she's directly for, for me theory. all that is indicative of what's wrong with that film is mm-hmm. that like it doesn't matter the things that work it matters that the things that are work are so at odds with the rest of the parts of the film like that's yeah. my point is is that like yeah you 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 made me a grab bag the fact that a couple of moments of them are actually great does not like work for me you know what i mean and i think that's that's my problem is like you know it, it is a grab bag. It is a grab bag of like tonal structures that you were trying to work into the narrative to kind of to create that cool feminism moment that uh, does occur when it does occur. It's super cool. And I, I agree with you. I think the relationship between him and Twerksville, um, I'm just going to call him Twerksville. I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> I just I just said that by accident. Well, how and now she's I'm so ready to, to like dismiss him as, you know, oh, he's so useless. And then the unexpected kind of like, oh, yeah, maybe I'm into this kind of like, you know, I guess not so useless. After. I, you know, all of that is, is Ki- kindness and kind. Yeah. It's just like his like vague sense of kindness and respect is just like, you know, it works, you know? I mean, but he also does say, what, you don't do embroidery? <laughs> so he's not. Perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's yeah, not perfect. Not, but, yeah. Uh, but yeah, and it, it feels tacked on at the same time because the movie's just doing like, you know, like we said, like three or four different things and they could have just each been their own episode. Probably. By the way, that's like a totally modern concept. Like people needed to do embroidery back then because you made your own clothes. I like know. I was about to say, like, some people I'm not, I'm not, like, like I'm, embroidery. I'm, it doesn't have to be like was, you're a say, prisoner I, of the patriarchy Katie, if you do it. I, I, <laughs> I've never forced Katie to do embroidery and she just does it on her own. Like I didn't. I, I don't know. Maybe like it's such a like, there's like, oh, it's, it's like such a like classic like, you know, Arya Stark doesn't like embroidery. And now it's like a thing. And I'm like, I don't know that this is like a thing guys i don't know that this is like the symbol of like oppressed women anyways let's not talk about it yeah uh sorry probably it is i don't, who who the fuck am i to say obviously yeah, right. yeah which is probably the the that should be the tagline of this review who the fuck are we to say for this um we sh- we really needed to get one more person in here for this but i think uh yeah it's for sherlock the we had to cover it we had to know and i heard it was kind of interesting from just like the explosion of oh, it's the budget and all the stuff in it. Yeah. So I, yeah, know. it's, it's a budget. It's, it's a budget. It's, it's something that somebody that I agree, I think that they made a lot of cool concepts, put them together, pitching a television series and then the cool, it took fire and then they made it into a movie and it's just a little bit much for a movie. It's just a little bit much. And they just kind of pulled their best ideas from whatever their first pilot season was. And then they just pushed it, smashed them all into a movie, which ends up with like three plots. I mean, that's my, that's my theory, just watching it. And if that's not actually what happened, then man, they needed some script revisions is what they needed <laughs> Yeah, just just like just like a quite a few more revisions would be my take. So yeah. yeah. And and a lot more subtlety and like somebody to control that tone. That's the other thing. Just like just yeah. Cause I could see I could see like you having like a dark episode, right? Like that's 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 the way that works, is like the whole mm-hmm. movie works. It's like, oh, and now we have the dark episode and the series takes a turn and then she's in this school area and then we have episodes in the school where she's like legitimately trapped and we establish that she's legitimately trapped and it's like this whole thing. And that that's that's 
and and then you just have a whole episode about the school and it works you know it's like it was like that fucking episode of doctor who where he has to escape somebody and he like you know does the time like does the chameleon fob and it does the whole thing it's just like out of place in the context of doctor who and tone and everything oh the but where it, he uh forgets his uh that he's a yeah. time lord in order to hide and it's a two-parter yeah. and yeah. there's yeah. these yeah yeah, uh, yeah yeah brother mine sister mine people that get trapped in, oh god yeah, yeah that's that's yeah, one yeah, of the yeah. best one of the best episodes. yeah it's a good episode but we don't we don't think of it as out of context which because it's that's that's the strength of a television show and how it's written is that you can do yeah. out of context episodes and it's just like that's the problem is like it's it's clearly like the thing that they want to peak for this and it just doesn't work so anyways uh, i think we're gonna give enola holmes a 4.5 out of 5 uh for the movie game podcast this has been trevor flynn 4.5 out of 10 right 10 that's correct because yeah, yeah, yeah. 4.5 out of 5 would be a 9 which we, we obviously didn't like it that much goodbye everybody <laughs> sorry uh i've been your host jack newman thanks you for listening uh go head on over to uh the tuscan shed media networks at tuscanshed.com where you can check out all of their podcasts including the pen and paper pod as well as animania check those out and then head on over to itunes where you can give us a review five stars please it really help us go up the charts if you have your actual comments about the show how i was asleep for this episode i apologize we shot this a little bit late at night and I've been on a lot of medications lately for my back and my eyeball because apparently my warranty went up at 30 and now I'm dying. So you won't have to worry about me much longer. Keep that in mind when you're writing your comments. Uh, Head on over to at the underscore movie underscore gang on Twitter and on Facebook. Leave us comments there about how we're totally wrong and this is the feminist anthem of a century, which it isn't, but that's okay. But, you know, agree to disagree. Whatever really need to i feel like sarah's gonna watch this movie one day down the line read this review and just come and kill me maybe i'm wrong no it's enjoys it more i don't it's it's fine Uh, yeah i think we've established why we don't like it (laughs) one last time from everyone here at the movie gang podcast and by extension the tuscan shed media network thanks for listening